listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast with Monica Woodhams. Influencer Girl Lifestyle is all about connecting you with top entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities who are sharing their secrets to living the influencer life behind the Instagram filters. So get ready to learn the ins and outs about influence, some girl talk, from dating to shopping for Gucci belts, and of course, the all-too-frequent debate over mimosas versus Bloody Marys at brunch. Here's your host and go-to for all things influencer lifestyle, Monica Woodhams. All right, y'all. I'm here today with Catherine Meese. She is the owner and designer of The Everyday Co. The Everyday Co. designs beautiful product that brings style into your everyday while helping reduce landfill waste, which I think is so cool and amazing and such a reminder of the attention to detail that is within The Everyday Co. And she was also featured in Style Me Pretty's piece with Charleston Weddings, which is really awesome. So welcome, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me, Monica. Of course. So I like to kick off these episodes with a little this or that. So they're just a few quick questions. And the first one is, are you an early riser or a night owl? (laughs) So if you were to ask me this pre-having my son... I would say I love to sleep in, um, except when it's like comes to Saturday morning. I just can't wait to get my weekend started. So I'm like the opposite of everyone else where I'm like <laughs> up and ready to go on the weekends. And my husband's like, this is what's wrong with you. <laughs> like everyone likes to sleep in on the weekends and you're like up and early at 6 a.m. No, um, I'm the same way. <laughs> I think I'm just so excited. Yeah. Um, But all my life, I've always been a night owl. I feel like that's where actually, like, my best ideas come. Um, But I think having um, my son, since having my son, I'm just exhausted. I'm also pregnant with our second. So I'm... Congratulations. Thank you. I am exhausted. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I would say it's switched, um, which is strange for me because all my life... um, you know, I've always been like, I don't go to bed till midnight, but now it's like, okay, I have to be in bed by 10 right. <laughs> in order to function. Totally. So tea or coffee? Oh man, I I love, so if it were, yeah, tea or coffee, I guess I pick tea, but I'm really into like a really great chai latte mm-hmm. or like a dirty chai with a little espresso. But I I rarely drink like actual coffee. Um, it's normally like espresso. Um, and I'm real, I'm on this chai pick right now. Love it. Do you make it at home or do you usually just go pick it up? Yeah, I do both. Um, but actually I find that like the cartons of chai that you mix with like hot milk are really delicious um yeah they are yeah and you can get decaf so um I'm all about that right now oh I love it um podcasts or books I love podcasts um I definitely am jealous of everyone who loves books and can finish a book in like a week um that's just not me um I love podcasts I love just how like fresh and current they feel and um, I'm always inspired by them. Colorful wardrobe or a neutral wardrobe? Definitely neutral. Um, starting to weave a little color in there um, and maybe because I'm inspired and I'm always looking at home decor now with my business mm-hmm. and I think maybe even you know my business inspires my wardrobe so 
Definitely neutral, but with pops of color. Love it. Mimosa or Bloody Mary when you're not pregnant. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, boy. Our friend makes a great Bloody Mary, and he puts a stick, like a, a strip of bacon in it. Ooh. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go Bloody Mary. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and the last one is takeout or cooking? Cooking, yeah. Cooking for sure. Um, I think we just feel better after we do it and yeah. we have fun doing it and, you know, you're just eating fresh and healthy. So we do a lot of cooking in our house. Love it. Do you have a favorite recipe of the moment? Right now, um, we're just making a lot of, like, yummy chopped salads with corn. So, like, whatever's mm -hmm. in season. So we'll do, like, corn, avocado. Um, you can even put some mango in there. Black oh, my gosh, bean. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, lots of colorful, colorful peppers and lime. And it's easy and delicious. Love it. That sounds so good. Yeah, it's right great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's dive into your entrepreneurial journey and how the everyday co came to life so when did the idea for the everyday co start so it started um like three or four years ago i actually had um taken a little break from my my i always say in my previous life i was a graphic designer and that's what I informally trained in. And I sort of hit a ceiling. I was working at a small firm. Um, and I was like, you know, I think I need to explore other creative sort of avenues and explore and grow as a designer. So I started to get into events, um, intimate events, private events. And so instead of creating experiences in a graphic design form, I was, you know, creating experience, in-person experiences through these, through event design. And I had this one client, um, they do a lot of um, reupholstering of furniture. And so we were doing an event for them and I said, well, let's, instead of using cocktail paper napkins, let's make the napkins for this event. Um, so you can see how the idea came about and I, um, my mom was helping me and so we kind of, you know, we made the cocktail napkins for the event and then I said, well, if we made them a little bit bigger, we could use them not just as cocktail napkins, but we could use them every day and replace our paper napkins. And at the time, um, I was living, my husband and I were living in the South end of Boston, which is, um right downtown and you don't you know like any city you don't have a ton of space so big bulky like lap traditional lap napkins you know we just didn't have the space for it so we started using our what we now call our signature napkins every day mm -hmm. and we just left them out on our counter and we realized how much paper towels we had been using previously and how many paper napkins and we like stopped buying those things completely. And um, so the first product that we launched was our everyday signature napkin. And we had called the company the everyday napkin and we were just selling our signature size. Amazing. I love that it came from like actual practical use and mm -hmm. you seeing how 
it really made an impact in your life. Because again, I think that's like a huge, everyone can relate right now. Like I use so many paper towels or paper napkins and it's just like going through rolls of paper towels and we really don't need to. Right. So, um, a lot of what, why we do what we do is to help people, you know, it's just the little things, you know, you don't mm-hmm. have to, um, be like a zero waste home, right. like, like tomorrow, but there's like little things you can do like, and, 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 you know, make, you make this investment of, you know, eight to 12 of our napkins and you will quickly see how much less paper you're going to use. Um, and they're, you know, machine wash, you just throw them in the wash with your other, you know, dish towels and, um, stack them. And we encourage people to like, you know, put them out, don't like hide them. They're not first, you know, great for having friends over, but the, the traditional dinner napkin, at least growing up for me was always like tucked away in my mom's like cupboard Mm -hmm. and they only came out you know, for holidays and family gatherings. And so our idea was why not use them every day and design them in a way that is like less intimidating and less formal and just really casual. Yeah. And I think it's really cool because I really like finding the things in like your everyday life that you can kind of feel like you're up leveling. Yeah. Having to go shopping or anything like that. And I feel like that's a nice way to do that at dinner every day. Yeah, it is nice because <laughs> you're using like a nice piece of linen and you know you're, you know, you're doing something better for the environment and our linens and fabrics um, are mostly upcycled from something that was previously, you know, a shirt at um, a clothing manufacturing company. You know, they had used this linen for a shirt and we got our hands on it and now it's repurposed into something else. Um yeah, and it's just those, like, nice, you know, who doesn't love linen? I mean, it's just yeah. it's just a beautiful material that's very lightweight. It's really absorbent. Um, so, yeah. I love it. So when it came to expanding past the napkins, how did you know one – we'll start here. Like, how you knew it was time to expand? So we got a lot of requests for something larger. And at first I was a little resistant because I, I, you know, I was really stressing that this wasn't a formal, I didn't want to compete with something you could get somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to just make a larger dinner napkin. Um, I kept telling people, you know, less is more. You really don't need all that fabric. And on our end, we're really maxing out and using the fabric that we get to its, you know, its fullest sort of potential. Like we have very little waste in our studio. Um, so everything in the, we do um, in every, like the sizes we create are very intentional. Um, and so I was like, I'm not just going to make a bigger napkin just for the heck of it. But we were getting a lot of requests or something a little larger. And I, you know, I, I totally understand. So we have a dinner, we then branched out to a dinner napkin which is 11 inches by 11 inches. All of our product is square. Um, And then we quickly moved to a hand towel that is really great and functional in both your kitchen and bath. So we design it with like a hook, um, Mm -hmm. a beautiful like Italian cotton woven hook. um, So you can hang it both um, 
you know, it's really great kitchen, studio, bathroom, powder room. And it's just, again, to eliminate your paper towel and have something beautiful and lightweight in your home. I love that. And now they can be totally customizable too, right? Right. So um, you can always request um, custom products on our site. Um, you know, we can make anything for you really. Um, we can customize the edge color, the hook color if, you're, if you want, you know, a set of towels, um, dinner napkins, you know, and we work a lot with interior designers with um, event stylists and wedding planners to really customize um, linens in someone's home or their, or their wedding. Awesome. What have you seen um, be the experience of wedding planners and stylists when they begin to incorporate your napkins, your product into the weddings that they're um, helping set up? So, yeah, they, you know, um, I think it's important that both the planner and the stylist of the event or the interior designer and the client too, you know, the end user mm -hmm. understands why we do what we do and the value in, in making that investment. Um, but the process is very similar to if an interior designer were to bring in a certain pillow line um, or a chair into their project. Um, you know, if we are a good fit for the client and we're a good fit with the look and feel of the home they're designing, um, they will reach out to us and they'll say, you know, we'd love, um, I'd love to have the client, you know, use, you know, they'll say, you know, we want 10 dinner napkins in this fabric and then this edge color because really depending on what's going on in the room or the kitchen or dining room, you know, we have over 50 edge colors so they can pick out a color and, it just feel really cohesive with their design. So it definitely does become a part of um, their product, you know, their process sort of from start to finish. It's like those layering details that become really personal and custom to someone's home. Mm -hmm. And the same for a wedding. Um, you know, it's a great way um, we can silk screen um, your wedding invitation onto linen. We can silkscreen oh a yeah. We can silkscreen a menu like so. Your menu on a piece of linen. Um, we can do cocktail napkins and dinner napkins with like your monogram. And what's really special about these custom pieces is that you get to have them for the rest of your life, um, and they become a really great keepsake, you know, of the day. But again, just something you can use every day for a long time versus renting a napkin, um, which most people do because it's, um, it's, you know, that's sort of like the more, um, cost effective, um, way, but if you cannot kind of step back and understand the value and that you'll have these napkins, you know, for your life together, it, it's sort of a nice, a nice thing. Definitely. I think the wedding industry has always really fascinated me. Um, I took a sociology of weddings class at university. That sounds very cool. Well, they say like, like babies' weddings and class I took, honestly. yeah, <laughs> that's very cool. It's a big. It's yeah. definitely a big industry, and it's sort of like um, 
a special day for everyone and you don't do it that often, hopefully. (laughs) Um, And so like to personalize and customize and make it really special is, you know, if you can do it, it's great. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, it's a nice reminder that also you can bring your values into your wedding. So if absolutely are the bride who, you know, tries to be really conscious about their waist, then it's not like for your wedding too, you have to sacrifice that there's options. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so definitely that's a great point. I think, um, sometimes when you plan a wedding or you're the bride and, it's, you know, there's so many choices. It's really easy to get um, influenced by, like, what's done before you and, like, mm-hmm. what's been done in the past and just kind of, like, checking off your list. But I, I definitely would encourage brides to really think about what's going to make the day, you know, personal and special to them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really obsessed with this, the menus and the invitations. That's <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Did that come out of someone requested that or you just were like, let's do it? So we did it for our wedding. Okay. And um, that was like the first test. Um, And it got featured on Style Me Pretty and a couple Mm -hmm. other places. And so people have been finding out about um, that service of ours um, because of our wedding that happened a couple years ago. but it's really fun for us, and the bride can pick out the fabric, the edge color, and we can either do the design of the invitation or the bride can say, you know, I have a design, and we will actually do all the printing. It's um, it's a screen print process that we do here locally in Boston, and we get them screen printed, and they're just the most beautiful thing to open in the mail, <laughs> and yeah. it's a very refreshing thing to get amongst lots of paper that you probably hopefully just put in recycle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when it comes to, you know, your business growth, what would you say have been some of the key things that have led to your success? Is it being featured in places like Stummy Pretty? I would say the, you know, the press and the features are very, I'm so grateful for them because they definitely help you tell your story and, you know, to a community and to a fan base that you might not be able to reach otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, So definitely I've been so lucky that a lot of our press and features most actually have come inbound and have been seeing what we're doing And so that's how, yeah, people find out about us. And I think that's because I'm trying to tell the most genuine, you know, I try to be really genuine and authentic. Mm -hmm. I try not to see, like, look at what other people are doing. Um, I try to think about, you know, how do I want this brand to be perceived from the outside and, what our mission is and what do we believe in. And I just try to tell that story as best as I can. And, um, yeah, that helps. I think Mm -hmm. people can see through, um, you know, if it's not genuine or if it's not original. Um, so I think that the press, you know, press definitely helps. Um, and of course, word of mouth, we have great, some really great loyal customers, um, that, 
you know, tell their friends about our product and that very, you know, traditional, <laughs> not, yeah. you know, and Instagram has been, has worked wonders for us as well. I love that. I think it's a really important reminder what you said that when you have a genuine story, a genuine reason for the business, mm-hmm. that's what people want to see. That's what people are curious about and want to learn more about and then incorporate it into their lives. Yeah. And I think we have a product and we have something that either someone's really interested in or they made it, haven't made the switch yet and they want to know how do I do, you know, we try mm-hmm. to make everything really accessible um, and relatable. I think it's important to be relatable, aspirational, but also, you know, relatable so that mm-hmm. that barrier of entry isn't too you know, discouraging, especially when you talk about possibly changing the way you do something. Right. Um, Because it's really a lifestyle switch and you have to really want to make that change. Um, We just started, my husband and I just started composting, not Mm -hmm. doing the actual composting, but we decided we we're wasting a lot of food and so we have a local um company in boston that will pick up your food scraps and it's wonderful and um just little things i mean there's lots of little things you can do to sort of um decrease your waste in your home and so hopefully you know with our products um we're helping people do it sort of baby steps. (laughs) Totally. Do you feel like for some clients, this is like the first step that they take into that? Um, you know, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, (laughs) I think a lot of people who are gravitated to our product probably have already done a few things. Yeah. Yeah. So they either like follow, um, some really great bloggers out there that talk about zero waste. Um, and, then, you know, there are some people that also just love our product and the aesthetic and they've already have converted to using cloth. So, you know, for them, they want to add to their collection, mm-hmm. um, you know, or they're hosting a dinner party or a birthday party and they want something that's different and not that not, you know, that's not like, you know, mainstream or, right. uh, if you will, um, so, it, yeah, we we have sort of two audiences. One that's, like, sees our product as something really beautiful and unique and different and simple. They appreciate the simplicity of it. Mm-hmm. And then we have those that, um, you know, love our concept. Yeah, totally. I love that. So you have a few really exciting things that um, are now here. And one of the ones is super relevant to summer which is the reusable lunch totes for summer travel and beach days and picnics. So let's talk about that because I think that also is such, I just love like how curated and like oh, everything you, you have is thought out. Thank you. Yeah. So again, like um, we try not to, you know, I want to bring in product that either relates or pairs really well with ours. Mm-hmm. Um and so we either curate um, goods that from other makers or um, we'll make something that is functional. So 
the summer lunch totes, they're waxed canvas. They're waxed by hand. Um, we don't make them in our studio. Um, we have a gentleman make them for us, but okay. we um, together, you know, went through the whole design process. I picked, you know, I, I wanted certain colors. And they're great. They pair really well with our napkins. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, they're great for going to work and they're great for the kids um, going to school. Um, they're, you know, they're not super, again, not super bulky. Um, so they don't take up a ton of space. Easy to use. And um, yeah, we're especially excited about them right now because they're just, they're wonderful for, for summer and picnics and going to the beach, like you said. Yeah, I love that. It's I my mom's actually my mom's a teacher and she's always on the search for <laughs> a reasonable lunch tote. And it's funny we'll go to a boutique and then we'll you know they'll have maybe two. Right. And she's like, oh, that's like a crazy print. Like, right, right. Not <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah we we try to you know everything that we our design process you know I try. I, I like to make sure that our product, when it comes into your home, it's going to fit with your current aesthetic. You know, I right. think a lot of things now have prints and you're like, you know, it, it's not going to work. It's just not going <laughs> to, like, so our prints are pretty neutral, right. you know, and the way we construct our product, you know, it's just sort of, sort of the edge that's a fun accent so that if you have a certain color going on in your home or your life, you can just pick the color that um, matches. But yeah, and the totes, um, they fit a lot. Like, you know, so it's it's modeled after a brown paper bag, mm-hmm. um, and it fits a lot. You will be surprised. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to have to get her one. And Leave Mother's Day present. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then, so another item that can be customized is the handmade serving board. Yeah, so the serving boards um, are an, another just great um, something to have in your home. Again, you know, I so I don't feel like pulling out that like big <laughs> cutting board all the time. Yeah. Like I just need to cut fruit for my yogurt, or like I need to chop up you know strawberries for my son. And so we leave our cutting boards out on the counter, and these are. Um, they come in three styles and three woods. They're handmade and they're just really simple, um, easy to use. And I'm, I'm psyched about them. I love that. Yeah. There's nothing more annoying than like the plastic cutting board. That's like in the back of the cover. Right. right. Never going to be able to get to. And then like, you're like, this can't actually be safe to be cutting my food. Yeah. And right. So they're beautiful. That's the other thing I should add. They're beautiful and you're going to want to have it out all the time. (laughs) They make such a good gift too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everything here is really so giftable. Yeah. And you know, I think about things when I do bring in like, um, hard goods, I think about, okay, how does it pair with our product and how does it enhance our story? Um, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, coming from a design background and a storytelling background, I, I just want to make sure that everything we do is very meaningful and purposeful. Yeah. Is there ever a time where you have a product idea 
that you're excited about, maybe for you personally, but then you have to take a step back and say, you know what, this doesn't totally fit in with the brand. And so we're just going to leave it out for now. Yes. So we um, had started making baby blankets. Okay. And they were beautiful. They had a piece of, um, at the time, they had a piece of cotton on one side. They were linen on the other. Um, we hand embroidered the the baby's initials on them. Oh. And we just stopped making them um, because it didn't quite fit, um, I think, our full story, which is, helping people like create a less wasteful, like more beautiful and less wasteful home. Mm -hmm. And, um, they seemed a bit more decorative to me. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that's definitely a question I ask myself. Is this decorative? Is it functional? Um, you know, it's got to meet certain criteria and it's got to, you know, enhance and, um, you know, what we're trying to do here. And, it just seemed like it was a beautiful decorative piece. Um, and for me, it has to be a little bit more about function. Right. So kind of in contrast, the baby burpee, that is like something that you're using. And yeah. It's to me, yeah, it's more functional. I mean, like when I had my son, um, you know, you're constantly like wiping drool or wiping up formula, you know, wiping up sp- you know, spit up. And so like those are a great gift. We can monogram them. Um, so beautiful and functional. Yes. Versus like just decorative. You can just throw them in the wash. (laughs) Yes. You throw it in the wash with your other everyday products. Um, and that's another thing I encourage our, our customers and our fans and people who are sort of um, inquisitive or, you know, thinking about purchasing our product is that it's not meant to be precious. It's meant to be mm-hmm. used and we want you to live with it and, um, you know, give us feedback and, um, yeah, I don't want our goods to be precious. I want them to be beautiful. Um, and I want them to have that handmade quality is really important. Um, Mm -hmm. but they're not like a precious thing. Okay. That's awesome because, um, three of my best friends just had babies this year. Uh Uh-huh. It's like all at once. (laughs) (laughs) That happens. (laughs) But, um, so when I've been going shopping for gifts, there's things that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, they will never touch that. Because... Right. Are they going to use it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not going to want to like hand wash something. Right. Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> yeah. There's no time for hand washing when you have, <laughs> when you have a little one. <laughs> that is what I'm seeing. <laughs> so what is your favorite? Or if you have one, do you have a favorite product? Of ours? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, like, I can't live without. I can't live without. I mean, our everyday napkins, so, and I probably have more than the normal household, but <laughs> we have a big stack on our table, and literally, like, everyone that comes over, um, you know, anyone part of our family, like, 
you're grabbing a napkin for your coffee, you're grabbing it for your breakfast, mm-hmm. you're grabbing it for lunch. You know, when my husband and I sit down for dinner, we use them for dinner. Um, we use the signature signs for everything. And I would definitely say, like, I can't live without them because otherwise mm-hmm. I'd be buying um, bounty paper napkins. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I... Yeah, and I love that, you know, we have a mixed and match. Um, you know, some people like to buy them all the same. We have, like, lots of different ones, of course, because we also use, like, the ones that we don't end up selling or that are samples. Um, so definitely the signature napkins. And I'm loving our new throw pillows um, mm-hmm. also. Yes. So, yeah, that. but I would say, like, our, our our core product, I think, that tells our story the best is the signatures. Totally. Totally. I love it. I love all the prints and like, just like the, the neutral with like the color border. Yeah. All that will just, you can mix and match so easily. When you said mix and match, I was like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And our fabrics, a lot of people don't know are, um, are, we try to get remnant fabrics or we try to get scrap from other designers. Um, so for instance, um, we did a small collection of hand towels and napkins with a really amazing designer in Brooklyn, Caroline Z. Hurley. And, you know, she makes home goods and she has some scraps. So we turned her scrap to, to something else. So a lot of what we do is upcycling and a lot of our fabric is, is from something else. Um, and so we're not using the energy and resources to print or make our own. We're, there's a lot of people don't know. There's so much fabric out there that just sits in warehouses Mm -hmm. and, um, it just makes sense with the product that we have. I mean, it wouldn't, it just, yeah, it just makes sense for us to be using that versus new. Absolutely. It's like, it's even more logical in a way right. to use that. Yeah. And then, you know, we just, I figure out like, you know, what season we're in and, um, the color palette and not every color looks good on every fabric. So we have like a design, a process where, you know, mm. we'll test depending on, you know, if it's spring, summer, or fall, what colors we're using. And we look a lot at home trends and, um, what's going on, um, color, you know, color trends and all that. Right. So like the, Pantone of the year right now is Violet. So has there ever been a time where like maybe the trend or even let's say the Pantone of the year doesn't translate? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, (laughs) yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, we choose like bits and pieces of what's happening. Um, you know, I'll look at a magazine or I'll look at what's going on in the furniture world and, mm-hmm. and the home decor and, um, other, other fabrics. And, you know, I won't take everything from it. I'll be inspired by one color yeah. and it'll sort of kick off, you know, um, our own palette for that season. Do you work in spring, summer, fall, winter? What are your seasons? (laughs) So, um, we're, we're a pretty small company. And so we, we aren't like 18 months out, like, you know, a big um, apparel company would be. Yeah. Um, I used to work in fashion. Okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would be amazing. (laughs) 
Um, so we'll work, we work a little bit more on the fly. Um, you know, right now I'm thinking about what we're going to do for summer of this okay. year and you know, what are going to be the hot colors and what fabrics and what styles I'll put those colors in. I love that. And yeah. you know, it's, it's fresh. Yeah. And, and a lot of times we, you know, so we will restock certain colors and styles and then sometimes I won't, you know, if, mm-hmm. um, chartreuse is like out, you know, or if it wasn't, you know, doesn't, didn't resonate with our customer, mm-hmm. you know, we'll move on or replace it. There are colors that we keep in stock, like our silver moss and our light peach are always been popular since day one. Um, so we will restock, you know, sort of our best sellers, but once, mm-hmm. um, you know, a color I feel like is done, we'll just kind of retire it out. And that same with the fabric, because our fabric is, uh, we're not producing it. We're getting limited amounts of it. Once we're out of a fabric, we're out. And then I, I go and look for new fabrics. Right. I think that also speaks to, you know, the importance of making purposeful decisions in your business, because, kind of to go back to the fashion example, there's so much pressure in the fashion industry, especially apparel to, you know, just keep coming out with new, 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 even if it's not going to work. And then all of a sudden you have all these samples or even product that didn't even sell and it's just sitting somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I tried it. I mean, we're lucky. I mean, we're just, we're a small operation, so we can do things really quickly and on the fly. So if mm-hmm. I need, you know, a certain color test on a certain fabric, you know, I can have my stitcher do it right there. Um, so yeah, we, we try to be exactly just really, um, make purposeful and meaningful decisions as best we can. <laughs> of course. <laughs> right. There's a lot of agony. There's a lot of agony over like, you know, we have like three, three, four shades of like spearmint. We call them like spearmint, mint, aqua. And I like agonize over like which one I'm going to do. And then I'm like, okay, I need to just make a decision. How do you make that decision? How do you just go with your gut? Oh, I just, yeah, I do. A lot of time I just go with my gut. Do you have... Uh, someone on your team who's like your go-to like when you have all those like you like she or he knows like what you actually want to do even though you're kind of juggling different decisions or it's just it's just me okay (laughs) it's just me and so that alone you know when you are running your own business and it's a small team um yeah you wear a lot of hats and um you know, and some you are better than others. <laughs> but I'm pretty, when it comes to design, I'm pretty decisive. I know, okay. like, I know what I want. And um, so, yeah. yeah. As an entrepreneur, what has been that, oh my gosh, I did it. I made this happen moment so far. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I think when you have a, you know, you work so hard and you have a small business and you look at all these other brands that are doing it really well, I I tend to be harder on myself and I tend to think like, um, 
we're not there yet. Like we're, <laughs> um, you know, we, we just, um, so we did a partnership with food 52 mm-hmm. and that, um, started a little bit a, a couple of years ago. And that was sort of a great platform and launch for us to get our, our story out there. We just launched a, um, a small collection with, um, Joy Cho of mm-hmm. Oh Joy, um, mm-hmm. which is super exciting. And they approached us to do, um, a collaboration. So she, we sent her fabric and color samples and she actually designed the four sets that she is selling now in her new online shop. Um, and that, that was, I could say like, that was like, wow, like, you know, you know, you, you're, if you're a small business in a a small city and, and someone, you know, someone like joy sees you and recognizes you, um, Mm it's, it's very cool. And, um, but I don't know if I've had like the big (laughs) (laughs) moment, but we, we, we work really hard for the little ones that, you know, really add up to something and, you know, all those little milestones and goals that you can like kind of check off, they mean something and they just mean Mm -hmm. that you're like getting closer. So, um, yeah, but we, we work, we try to just work really hard and again, just do us and not look at what other people are doing and just try to be really authentic and hopefully people see that and appreciate that. I know I do. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's, I mean, I think right there, that nugget is the best business advice, no matter what industry you're in. Yeah. It just, that's what's going to stand out amongst all the noise at the end of the day, long-term. Yeah. And I think about all the artists who come before us and all the designers Mm -hmm. who have come before us and they're remembered because of their uniqueness or they're remembered because they did something new in the industry. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I think also just be inspired by mentors and those who have come before you and, um, see, you know, learn from what they've done really well. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. So I like to wrap up with a little lifestyle question and okay. that is what did your morning routine look like today? Okay. Today. Great day today. <laughs> <laughs> so I had, um, both of, um, normally we just have one stitcher come in. We had both of, we're training another stitcher. Um, so today, um, I got up a little earlier. I was able to get myself in the shower. Um, my husband and I tag team with my son. And, um, so I got a great early start today. And then I went right, um, to our studio and started working and it felt really good to be, you know, have a, um, productive morning and, um, just started, you know, fall Mondays are just follow up days. Um, we're waiting on this fabric that's supposed to come in from New York. Um, and so I talked to the owner of, of that, um, shop and yeah, so things are, you know, orders got fulfilled this morning. Um, so it's been great. Good Monday. (laughs) Okay. And then you do have something special for the listeners. Yeah. So, um, 
We would love to give 20% off to all of your listeners who are loyal to you and who have enjoyed this podcast um, with 20% off their entire order. There's no minimum. And the code that you're going to use at checkout is InfluencerGirl20. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So excited about that. So where can everyone find you? So if you just go to the everydaynapkin.co, you will land right in our online shop. And you can also find us on Instagram. Um, It's at the everyday underscore co. Um, And you can um, shop our feed also. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Catherine. Thank you, Monica. This was so fun. And yes, (laughs) first podcast. Check. (laughs) This is great. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free resources on living out your influencer lifestyle, head over to monicawoodhams.com forward slash podcast.